really glad you decided to be a part of this uh, on-site and online uh, worship celebration. We will be uh, celebrating communion in just a few moments. But first, uh, we uh, are going to uh, start. I, you probably have heard this. If you haven't heard it, you're going to hear it sometime in your life. Uh, in this world, nothing is certain except death and taxes. Have you heard that before? Uh, I believe if you have a great tax a lawyer or accountant, you might even escape the taxes. Certain presidential office holders might be an example. Uh, but anyway, uh, no, no one, no one will escape death. We're all on a one-way trip. Uh, and we won't escape what people say about us once we're gone. And I've been to enough funerals to know that that's not, you know, don't speak ill of the dead stuff. Isn't necessarily going to happen. Uh, so uh, the question is, what do you want your legacy to be? What would you do? What would you want to do if you only had a short amount of time left to make some kind of an impact with your life? Eventually, our lives will be summarized in a sentence. What do you want yours to be? Claire Booth Luce uh, cleverly called this your life sentence. This idea that your one sentence will probably summarize your life. And so the question is, what, what would you like them to say and what can you do between now and then so that it will be obvious to everybody that they're being nice? No, that they're telling the truth and being nice. All right? Uh, if you're intentional about creating your legacy and your life sentence, uh, people at your funeral won't wonder what it is. They'll know. They'll know. Uh, Today we're in uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 21 to 38, 21, not 22, just so you know. Somewhere there's a typo. Uh, the, these verses reveal the life sentence of two people who crossed paths with Jesus' parents early in his life. So let's, uh, let's begin. On the eighth day, eighth day after he was born, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When it was time for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice. They went and offered to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon 
who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit. By the way, have you noticed something about this guy? We've just read three sentences about him, and who was involved in this, his life? The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit was on him. Holy Spirit revealed to him. Moved by the Spirit. Hmm, interesting. Moved by the Spirit, he went to, into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was the custom of the law and what was required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father, father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, she had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Now, one of the things that, that Simeon pointed out, and I want us to grab a hold of, is that God's salvation is for all people. Uh, he doesn't leave anyone out. There are not a select few that can get in and the rest can't. He is constantly seeking to bring people into his family, everyone, everywhere, all the time. Second, for those who wonder, what, what does that mean? Uh, where did, that is in the Bible, by the way. It is in the Bible. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14, 15, 18, and 19. Paul says, Christ's love compels us, controls us, since we believe that Christ died for all. We also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone. So that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us the task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, 
no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. There's kind of a rule when you're studying the Bible, if it's said only in one place, you don't necessarily want to hang your hat on it. Well, it's said more than one place. First John chapter 2, 1 to 6. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Christ Jesus, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is the sacrifice that atones for our sins. And not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and is not living in the truth. But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. This is how we know we're living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. Hmm. Everybody, everywhere, all the time, the Holy Spirit is working to draw people to himself and to the kingdom, into God's kingdom family. Jesus died for everyone. Not, not just the good people, not just the, the, the... No, it's everybody. Yeah, even that one you just thought of. Surely not. Yeah, even them. Eventually, your life is summarized, will be summarized by a single sentence, maybe a short paragraph at best. What do you want yours to say? Simeon, if we were to write a sentence for Simeon, Simeon waited for the Messiah and lived by walking with the Holy Spirit. Anna's sentence would be something like, Anna waited for the Messiah and worshipped by praying and fasting. So, this is what you, I want you to remember this morning. What will be said of you is up to you. What do you want others to say about your life? It's so easy for us to glide through life on autopilot. And most people, unfortunately, most of us come to the end of our lives with regrets. Well, what do you wish you could have done differently? But no matter where we are on the spectrum of age, we can determine our life sentence by intentionally focusing your daily actions on moving towards your chosen destination. The Holy Spirit can guide you and help you to do it. What will be said of you is up to you. If you choose to live your life as Jesus lived his life, which was the command from 
the reading we had from 1 John. We need to choose to live our lives as Jesus lived his life. Then loving people into God's kingdom family will be your destination. As we participate in communion this morning, I want to encourage you to invite the Holy Spirit to guide you and to help you to determine what your life sentence should be. It, it, it's got to be some version, some facet, some side of this idea of loving people into God's kingdom and His family. That's got to be part of it. But every one of us is unique. Well, it doesn't say that Simeon prayed and fasted all the time. It said Anna prayed and fasted all the time. It didn't say that the Holy Spirit guided Anna up into the temple to that. It just said she showed up. Simeon was there because the Holy Spirit moved him to be there. We're all different. How God uses you to reach people will be unique to you. But it's up to you to cooperate and to be a part of it. To determine that you're going to make it a part of your life. If you're walking in fellowship with God, and are in love and harmony with your neighbors and you truly and earnestly turn from doing your own thing to living God's way and intend to lead a new life living as Jesus did. Draw near with faith to take communion with us and make your humble confession and promises to our Heavenly Father. Let's pray. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, God of grace, and mercy, and compassion, we thank you that you have always loved us and provided for our redemption. We thank you for your Son who died to save us and for your Spirit who invites us to draw near right now where we are. Guide us now as we remember the suffering of our Savior Jesus. Help us to remember the cost of our salvation. Help us to commune with you and with each other. And so consecrate the bread and the cup which are here prepared that as we partake of them, We may receive the spiritual benefits of Jesus' broken body and blood. Amen. body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which is given for you, preserve your soul and body into everlasting life. Take and eat this, remembering that Christ died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith.
the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was shed for you, preserve your soul and body unto everlasting life. Christ's blood was given for you, and be thankful. Thank you for connecting with us, being here uh, on site and online. Jesus is the center of God's plan to transform and restore this broken world. You and I are central to the Holy Spirit's mission to proclaim the story of Jesus to every man, woman, and child in Bay County and beyond. The Holy Spirit works in and through us to do far more than we could ever imagine or guess or request in our wildest dreams. He does it deeply and gently. He renews our minds and transforms our lives and He touches people through us. You're sent to love everyone, everywhere, every day. Go. Jesus, you are sent. <laughs>